We welcome you to Divine Mercy Parish. The 4 p.m. Vigil Mass will be recorded. Today is the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. The Lord calls us to work with him in his vineyard that all benefit in the goodness of our God. Please stand to greet our celebrant, Monsignor Joe. Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. As we come together to celebrate this Eucharist, we are mindful that we are connected in God's name, but we'll connect, we are also connected to so many people who will view this Mass, recognizing God's presence and God's goodness to us. May we ask, let us ask for his mercy and forgiveness that we celebrate these great mysteries well. our sins and bring us to life everlasting. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you. We bless you. We adore you. We glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. We are gathered in God's name as God's people. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, in the abundance of your kindness, 
you surpass the merits and the desires of those who call upon you. Pour out your mercy upon us to, to pardon what our conscience dreads and to give what prayer does not dare to ask. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit. You are one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Let me now sing of my friend, my friend's song concerning his vineyard. My friend had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. He spaded it, cleared it of stones, and planted the choicest vines. Within it, he built a watchtower, and he hewed out a winepress. Then he looked for the crop of grapes, but what it yielded was wild grapes. Now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and people of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I had not done? Why, when I looked for the crop of grapes, did it bring forth wild grapes? Now I will let you know what I mean to do with my vineyard. Take away its hedge, give it to grazing, break through its wall, let it be trampled. Yes, I will make it a ruin. It shall not be pruned or hoed, but overgrown with thorns and briars. I will command the clouds not to send rain upon it. The vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the people of Judah are his cherished plant. He looked for judgment, but see, bloodshed, for justice, but hark, the outcry, the word of the Lord. Thanks.
reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, have no anxiety at all, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing what you have learned and received and heard and seen in vain. Then the God of peace will be with you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. According to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, Hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tent tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again, he sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes, they answered him, he will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, did you never read in the scriptures the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. The Gospel of the Risen Lord Jesus. Once again, Jesus speaks to the chief priests and the elders of the people. He seems to have something to say to them 
that he truly wants them to hear and to heed. It is a call to genuine love, a call to be faithful to the Lord. The story is about a landowner and his well-prepared vineyard that is rented out to tenant farmers who are to care for it and give the produce to the landowner at the harvest time. They do not do this. They abuse those who are sent to collect the harvest. And when the sun comes, they kill him. In the story then, in the parable, Jesus asks a question, an all-important question, and very much to the point. When the landowner comes, what will he do to the tenant farmers? And the chief priests and the elders answer, they will be put to death. The landowner would exact severe punishment and revenge in their eyes. The story truly makes the chief priests and the elders uncomfortable. While they see themselves as the caretakers of the Lord's own vineyard here on earth, they do not seem to understand that the story is meant to teach them the depth of who God is and to respond to God with faithfulness. For Jesus says, God has accepted even what is rejected and has made it the cornerstone. Now, a cornerstone for us is usually very decorative, but in architectural terms at Jesus' times, the cornerstone held the building together in reality. While the tenant farmers may take care of the vineyard of the Lord, others will now become the cornerstone, holding together, binding together the Lord's vineyard. In the eyes of the Lord, though, the original caretakers are not destroyed by death. Yes, the land may be taken away from them, but they are not killed in revenge. There is much for us to learn here. We too, as followers of Jesus Christ and his disciples, have heard the word of God. We've tried to live that word out, but often we know we fail. And so we must get up again and continue on in trying to follow over and over again. We rely on the Lord. We rely on the presence of God. We rely on the community of the church to help us and the gift of the Holy Spirit to guide us. We are called to be faithful. How do we do that? It's the month of October, the month dedicated to Mary. Therefore, use this month. Pray the rosary, honor Mary, listen to her, learn about her, read, study, act, whatever needs to be done so that all of us can say yes to God to believe in God's own son, Mary's son too, Jesus. Even this weekend, tomorrow, we will have the Silver Rose, a program sponsored by the Knights of Columbus that helps us focus on Mary, Our Lady of Guadalupe, and the gift and message of Jesus. October, is also the month of respect for life. The issues of life call us to respect 
and to show dignity to all human life from the moment of conception to the final moment of dying. Our human life is a gift of God. So we stand against abortion, euthanasia, capital punishment, all kinds of violence, unjust war. We support adoption, working with people with disabilities, the elderly, those who are frail. We care for the dying. We bury the dead. You might even be able to participate in the 40 Days for Life program. October is a month of saints. St. Francis of Assisi, feast day tomorrow. Teresa of the Little Flower. Faustina and so many others. Honor the saints. October is also a month in preparation for November elections. Learn more about the candidates. Read and study the document, Faithful Citizenship, and the role that our human conscience plays in voting with the virtue of prudence guiding us. And all this in the midst of the coronavirus. Yes. In response to Jesus' parable to care for the vineyard, we must be the cornerstone. In the Holy Spirit, we must support and care for one another. We are asked to respond, to say yes to the Lord Jesus. And in that second reading today, St. Paul encourages us, use prayer, petition our God, for requests made known to God with thanksgiving will lead us in having no anxiety but peace. How we long for that. That is how to remain faithful. May we hear the call of our God and be faithful to Jesus. God's love for us. Together, we profess what we believe. I believe in one God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made for us, for our salvation. He came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became a man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, 
who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. St. Paul instructs us to present our needs to God, our Father, filled with gratitude. The response is, Lord, hear our prayer. That the church produce fruit for the kingdom of God through acts of love, humility, and compassion. Let us pray to the Lord. That world leaders and all people grow in reverence for the sanctity of all human life. Let us pray to the Lord. That refugees and immigrants be received and welcomed as children of God. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who have experienced the loss of a loved one because of the coronavirus, may they know the peace of our loving God. Let us pray to the Lord. As we gather at the Lord's table, may we be nourished and fed with the love of Jesus to share with others. Let us pray to the Lord. We pray for Mason and Melissa who are being baptized this weekend. May God bless them and their families. Let us pray to the Lord. For peace in our world, for those who have died by violence, for those suffering from natural disasters, for those who suffer religious persecution, especially Christians in Middle Eastern countries, let us pray to the Lord. For the members of our parish who are sick and hospitalized, and for those who are confined to home and can no longer worship with us, and for those who have died, Theodora Coates, Gabrielle Zerula, and today's Mass is being offered for Howard Brereton. Let us pray to the Lord. For our own personal intentions, those written in the Book of Hope, and all those on the Angel Prayer Line. Let us pray to the Lord. Faithful and ever-loving God, Daily, you draw us closer to you. Grant that your spirit prompt us to pray through Christ our Lord. Amen.
us pray that my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to the Lord our God. Accept, O Lord our God, we pray, the sacrifices instituted by your commands, and through the sacred mysteries which we celebrate with dutiful service, graciously complete the sanctifying work by which you are pleased to redeem us, through Christ Jesus, your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Holy Father, Lord of heaven and earth, through Christ our Lord. For by your word you created the world. You govern all things in harmony. You gave us your word made flesh, and he has spoken your words to us and called us to follow him. He is the way that leads to you, the truth that sets us free, the life that fills us with gladness. Therefore, now and for ages unending, with all the angels and saints, we proclaim your glory and joyfully acclaim. journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst when we are gathered by his love. And when as once for the disciples, so now for us, he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, that is, on the night of the Last Supper, he took bread and said the blessing. He broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In the same way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice. He gave you thanks and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith.
Father most holy, as we celebrate the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Savior, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again, and we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of all blessing. Look with favor on the offering of your church, in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us, and grant that by the power of your spirit of love, we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son, in whose body and blood we have communion. By our partaking of this mystery, Almighty God and Father, give us life through your Spirit. Grant that we may be conformed to the image of your Son and confirm us in the bond of communion, together with Francis, our Pope, Leonard, our Bishop, with all bishops, priests, and deacons, and your entire people. Grant that the faithful of the Church, looking into the signs of the times by the light of faith, may constantly devote themselves to the service of the Gospel. Keep us attentive to the needs of all people, that sharing their grief and their pain, their joy and their hope, we may faithfully bring them the good news of salvation and go forward with them along the way to your kingdom. Remember our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the peace of Christ and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face and in the resurrection give them the fullness of life. Grant also to us, when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. There in communion with the blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles and martyrs and all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Christ Jesus, your Son. For through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all that is evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin, safe from distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of the Church, and graciously grant peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are we who are called to share in the supper of the Lamb. Lord, not worthy that you should enter my room, but only say that my soul shall be healed.
Let us pray. Grant us, Almighty God and Father, that we may be refreshed and nourished by the sacrament which we have received, so as to be transformed into what we have consumed. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Um, A few things of this afternoon. First of all, and I hope this happens, um, we are making uh, the flu vaccine available today. Um, It's supposed to take place after Mass. I'm not sure if they got here, but they were supposed to arrive during Mass, and I believe they'll be um, in the parking lot um, uh, outside. So they're not going to be downstairs. They will be outside. And they will have the, um, the senior vaccine. So they'll be outside over here. Also, tomorrow morning, at the nine and a mass, nine o'clock mass, and the eleven thirty mass, um, the Knights of Columbus will be having the Silver Rose, and they'll be sponsoring that program. Uh, that will be here with us for the two masses on Sunday, and on Monday afternoon, the um, there will be a holy hour uh, as part of the forty days for life program. That will go along with the forty uh, the adoration during the day, so um, that will. That will take place on Monday. And because we have a funeral on Monday, adoration will begin later in the morning after the funeral. On Friday of this week, the Columbiates are sponsoring um, a living rosary. Uh, They'll also be doing the Divine Mercy Chapel. It will be a program here in church beginning at 7 o'clock. That's this Friday evening. Um, There's more about that in the bulletin. So we do ask that you keep our confirmation students and First Communion um, uh, students in mind. Now, tomorrow afternoon, we will be having the first of three First Communions. So there are 20 um, of our young people that will be confirmed tomorrow afternoon. Keep that in mind. And then there will be two others um, in the, um, later in the month of October. But next Saturday, we will have uh, another two First Communions, another Um, 30 or so young people will receive communion for the first time. So please keep them all in your prayers. Lots more in the bulletin, so please take one home to read. The Lord be with you. May our gracious God bless us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us go in peace. St. Michael the Archangel, be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and the spirits, prowl about the world for the ruin of souls. Amen. Enjoy the evening. Yeah.